What is up, still studying? Happy Monday, December 6th, 2021, episode number 170 of the study session. And what a glorious Monday it is today as your Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the hated Baltimore Ravens 20 to 19 in what was a crazy, crazy game. What a fantastic finish. What a nerve wracking finish. But the Steelers pull it out, the close win. They shut down the two-point conversion try by the Ravens, and they bumped their record to 6-5-1 and stay alive in playoff contention for the 2021 season. So grateful that you're joining me here today. Had great traffic this weekend on the study, so I want to give you my gratitude and appreciation for that. Thank you so much for being a supporter of the Still Study for reading the articles, listening to the sessions and the podcast, sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. My gratitude to you, you beautiful, beautiful studians. Would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. You can also connect with me via Twitter at stillstudy. Drop me a question, your comment, feedback. I'll get it on the show every Saturday. I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag where I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. One of the favorite shows, my favorite shows that I do during the week, so I would love for you to be part of that. And then finally, don't forget that I also do another podcast with Jim Wexel, the GOAT, over on his site, The Still City Insider. That podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday bright and early, 5 a.m., post between 6 and 6.15 a.m. You want to check that out. It's good stuff. Jim has been covering the Steelers since 1995 and is super insightful and is a wealth of Steelers information. But it's a victory Monday, and wow, the Steelers stay alive. They stay alive in playoff contention. Barely. They stay alive and possibly sneaking into that tournament as the seventh seed, but they still have a hard way to go, a long way to go, but we've got to celebrate what was an impressive victory. The game didn't start off strong, though Minka Fitzpatrick made a great interception showcasing his athleticism. And let me just comment on Fitzpatrick quickly here as we start this podcast. I thought he played like a man possessed yesterday. He was everywhere on the field. He was great, not only in coverage, but he was physical. His tackling was sound and he was laying the boom. So I was highly impressed by what Fitzpatrick was able to do yesterday. Thought he stood out. But even after that turnover, the Steelers really couldn't generate much of anything that first half. But the defense played well. They did give up some big runs, but in general, throughout the game, the Steelers held that rushing attack of the Ravens in check. The defense was getting pressure on Lamar Jackson from the outset of that game across the board. We all know how T.J. Watt finished the night with three and a half sacks and a forced fumble. Dude was possessed. Don't know if having COVID 
just turned him into even more of an animal, but he was everywhere. And even the pressure that he applied on that final two-point conversion play, he disrupted Lamar Jackson's rhythm. That was a contributing reason to why that pass was not completed. And last night, last night's game, I talked about at the outset of the season that Watt needed some of those games to showcase him taking the team on his back and single-handedly leading them to a victory. That was it. He was phenomenal. Chris Wormley played well, two and a half sacks against his former team that traded him within the division. That was a sweet game for him. I thought some of the no-names on defense. Akella Witherspoon. Wow. And the play he made on Mark Andrews, tight end, running down the field. Almost picked the pass off. But Witherspoon really looked like a legitimate starting corner out there. And hopefully we can continue to see that type of play from him. Thought... Alex Highsmith played a nice game, was getting consistent pressure, made some nice plays in the running game. Joe Schobert and Devin Bush weren't named during the broadcast of the game, which is good, which means they weren't making noise or being noted for making mistakes or being prone to errors. So they were serviceable last night. The same goes for Terrell Edmonds and Cameron Sutton. It was just an overall great output from a defense that's banged up. And they got it done. Proud of that defense and the way they played. And they weren't perfect by any stretch. But they don't have to be. You don't have to be perfect to win in the NFL. But if they can get that kind of production and that kind of play, they may be able to do a little something these next five weeks. Offensively, the story of the weekend, we'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, and that's that Roethlisberger has let select members in the organization know that this is indeed his final season, something that he indirectly confirmed in the his post-game interview. So there was a shroud of anticipation to see how that would impact Roethlisberger's performance, if there would be any type of intangible impact. And it was on display. It looked like Roethlisberger had a bit more autonomy over that offense, a little bit more control. And if you'll recall, Tomlin said after last week's shellacking to the Bengals that they're looking at making maybe some schematic changes, some adjustments. And maybe one of those was the giving Roethlisberger some leeway some control back in this offense. And maybe that's why he played as well as he did. Now, the first half wasn't great, but the second half, and that fourth quarter especially, Roethlisberger had a perfect quarterback rating. Two touchdown passes, both to Deontay Johnson, not to mention the beautiful deep ball that Ben threw earlier in that game into the end zone to DJ, and it slipped through his hands. Had he have squeezed that and hauled that in, that would have just been a beautiful touchdown from start to finish. Chase Claypool had a few nice receptions. Najee Harris, despite being bottled up, 
early on. They continued to pound him, and it seemed like he got stronger as the game went on. And after B.J. Finney went out and John LeGlue, of all people, came in, it seemed like that offensive line started opening up some running lanes. And there was a block by Dan Moore where he starts on a down block. But as an outside defender comes in, he, he shifts off that down block and goes and blocks that defender to the outside and creates a lane for Harris. So that was a great to see. So they stuck with the running game. They got things going, and they made plays when they needed to. And of all players to pick up some yardage, and when they brought him on the field, I was cursing the TV. Benny Snell got snaps, but Benny even picked up some chunks. My God, is that what it looks like when you have some decent blocking out there? Is that something that we can expect to see moving forward from this team from John LeGlue? <laughs> John LeGlue. Man, that's amazing. And Montrevis Adams, I forgot to mention him at nose tackle, coming in, signed off the Saints practice squad. Man, did he play well too. Pat Freyermuth's reception. Needing that two-point conversion. He gets it. He squeezes it. He gets the Steelers to 20 points. Gives them that seven-point lead. Making critical plays when needed. That's what the team did yesterday. When a play was needed, they made the play. They made the play. Just proud of this team. And I didn't even mention all the penalties that were called against the Steelers or the the Baltimore challenge on the Ray Ray McLeod catch and that catch being overturned, which is just a bunch of bogus nonsense. That never should have happened. That was a catch. Seemed like the referees' calls were more in the Ravens' favor But in the end, it all worked out whenever that pass fell incomplete on the two-point conversion that I'll give credit to John Harbaugh for going for it there. Had they would have secured that reception, that was a two-pointer and that was a win for Baltimore. But they didn't get it done. And your Pittsburgh Steelers are 6-5-1 on a short week Headed to Minnesota to take on the Vikings in a meaningful game. Steelers are now back to playing meaningful football, and they may have an opportunity here. Get this one. Go to 7-5-1. It's a whole new story that's being written. And just like that, how fast things can turn in the NFL. And I'll add this. Roethlisberger letting it be known that these are his final six games. That could be a rallying point for this team. Could be the focus needed for this team. It could be the unifying message for this team. And it will be interesting to see that as these five games play out, how 
the Steelers finish. Maybe Ben does have a little bit of magic left in there. Maybe we have some great things in store. Who knows? But then there's always that nagging voice. Whenever I get too optimistic here, that kind of brings me back down to earth. That reminds me, hey, this team lost 41-10 to the Bengals. Hey, this team dropped three in a row. Hey, this team tied the Lions. It's not a perfect team, but it was a team that was resilient. It was gritty. They got a win against their hated rival when their backs were up against the wall. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 170. want to thank you so much for joining me here today. I, I am your host, Jeremy Ritz. So grateful for all of you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Don't forget that I record the podcast, the Still City Insider podcast, every Tuesday morning with Jim Wexel at 5 a.m. We post at 6 a.m. That's tomorrow. You want to make sure that you check that out. I'm sure Jim's going to have plenty to cover in that show. And I'm just grateful for all of you, you beautiful, beautiful studies. And remember, on this glorious Victory Monday, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are. Make it a great day, everyone. 